Hey listeners, I hope you enjoyed this interview we did with 2021 Memphis Medical Society President Dr. Andrew Watson and 2020 President Dr. Danielle Heisel. They talk about the Society's new strategic plan, celebrate the good, bad, and the ugly of 2020, and give us a little bit of insight into what can happen for us in 2021 and the years to come. Hope you enjoy. Thanks for listening. Hello out there, everybody. Welcome to our digital version, I'll say, for the 2021 Memphis Medical Society Presidents Gala. I'm joined tonight by our 2020 president, Dr. Danielle Hassel, and our 2021 president, Dr. Andrew Watson. Thanks y'all for being with me um, tonight. Um, I'm excited to bring a little bit of a new, unique format. I know everybody's used to Zoom by now and possibly even a little tired of it, but I do like this format in the sense that it's going to allow the three of us to have a little bit more of a conversation um, rather than the lecture style that we do each year um, at Gala. And I'm sure both of you appreciate uh, not having to prepare a speech for the event. So um, you're welcome for that. And uh, so we're going to set this up a little bit interview style, um, ask you guys a few questions and uh, hopefully inform our membership of what uh, 2021 is going to look like and even look back at 2020 about all the great things um, that we did in that year. So, um, Dr. Hassel, I'm going to kick it over to you first. Uh, every year, uh, a year to be Memphis Medical Society president is a special year, no matter what year it is. But I think 2020 might have taken the cake. You might have won the award for most unique presidential year in the history of the organization. Um, but we still had some things to celebrate. So tell us a little bit about what you're most proud of in 2020 from Memphis Medical Society. Well, you're right, Clint. Uh, 2020 was certainly not what we could have ever imagined it would be. Uh, starting off in, in January, we um, presented a list of, of goals for the year. And I must say that um, obviously when COVID came into the picture, um, it shook everything up and um, we had to reprioritize. And I think, um, you know, as a community, um, as, as healthcare uh, providers, um, as, as the medical society staff um, really transformed and um, stepped up to the plate and, um, you, know, you know, switched those goals to meet what we needed to, to meet at the time. So, you know, whether that was from providing the PPE to, um, to our membership or uh, providing educational uh, Zoom meetings, uh, whatever the need was, uh, the Memphis Medical Society was there, uh, really diligently working behind the scenes, the staff um, challenged with having to work from home and still uh, make things happen. And I'm so uh, proud of that. Um, you know, despite everything, our Thrive program, uh, you know, was launched and um, was available to provide a service uh, to our physician members. And, um, you know, I can't say enough about how, um, how you know, the, the group, the organization, the staff was able to uh, come together and uh, meet the needs of, of 2020. Well, you played a big part of that, and uh, maybe the toughest thing you did all year was figuring out a way to get 15 to 20 doctors on a Zoom call to, together to conduct business for an organization. Yes, that, that was fun. <laughs> well, we figured it out like we figured out a lot of things, and um, uh, we had a lot more difficult things to figure out than how to get on Zoom, luckily, and 
now we're all basically all pros at it, it feels like. Um, so uh, Dr. Watson, you get the challenging task of having to follow that act, follow a year um, like 2020. Can you talk about um, what kind of plans you have for this year? It, this is really a culmination of continuing to modernize the society and move it further down the road and, and try to adopt a lot of technology advances and things that we can do to, to help bring it along further. Um, for the first time, we really, we've got now a, a strategic plan in place that we're moving forward with. Um, that strategic plan uh, is a relatively bold process that we've instituted. We'd like to increase our membership to 1,100 members overall. This will give us the benefit of having more representation at the TMA level, uh, which would certainly be uh, welcomed. In addition, uh, we'd like to have a very inclusive medical community. Um, they're advocates for all of our physicians, their practices, and the patients in general. And then finally, we'd like to utilize the talents of the members and their specialty areas to help improve the health of our community overall. Um, it's, a, it's a relatively uh, pretty heavy lift to look at this, but I think we can accomplish a great many of these things through the course of this next year. Well, and I'm personally excited about it from a staffing standpoint to have you know, that kind of guiding document in front of us and staff are gonna add a lot more detail to that and share it with the membership um, throughout the year. And I think uh, both of you have put a lot of input into, into developing this strategic plan. And um, I'm glad we have the right leaders in place to keep moving this organization forward. Uh, Dr. Hassel, I'm gonna come back to you and let us look back at 2020 one more time. So of all those things you talked about earlier, or maybe something you haven't talked about yet, what are you most proud of about 2020? Right. Um, so you're right, there still was a good number of things um, to, to mention. Um, but I had to choose the thing that is uh, most personal to me. Um, it was a huge deal for me to be able to not only announce being the president of the Memphis Medical Society, but also being the first black female president. And so um, with us um, as an organization, um, you know, jumping on board to address uh, some of the racial uh, and healthcare disparities um, when our board first met um, to talk about one of the activities that was held at the uh, Health Science Center, um, it, overwhelmingly the board said, yes, we need to support this. And so that made me so proud of the people um, that we work with and uh, what our beliefs, what the organization uh, stands for. And so just, just being a part of that and then uh, establishing the Diversity, Equity and Inclusion Committee um, to actually be able to, to continue the efforts of diversifying and including um, you know, members of all types. And so I feel that that's an effort that um, will continue well beyond 2020. Well, that UT event that you mentioned was the um, White Coats for Black Lives event that was um, had, which seems like 20 years ago now. But, um, you know, what I'm really proud of, in addition to what you said, is, you know, it was really easy for us to have a board meeting and sign off on an event like that. But now we're kind of putting our money where our mouths are and trying to operationalize diversity and inclusion in the organization and 
Um, that uh, goes to the Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Committee that you talked about with Dr. Washington. So um, I'm, I'm proud of that as well and um, can't wait to see how we can build on that um, for next year. Um, switching gears a little bit, um, Dr. Watson, you and I have a lot of private conversations. I have lots of private conversations with any uh, Memphis Medical Society president. Uh, Dr. Hassel's probably um, glad for that extra 30 minutes on her um, Friday afternoon calendar um, now that she's moved on. Uh, but um, you and I talk about engaging early career physicians, Dr. Watson, whether it's students, um, residents, or um, those who are early in their uh, first couple of years of practice. What do you want to say to those um, physicians who are early in their career about getting involved with the society? You know, I've always said from the beginning, uh, we occasionally miss the boat on representing those the medical students and the residents and, and the young physicians in their career initially. I think that's something we really need to take advantage of and, and utilize those individuals as best as we can. We've seen the calls from them for sort of modernizing medicine. Medicine is a, a continually changing and evolving uh, practice, and it's very important for us to change and evolve with these young people in mind. Um, I, I don't know that we always understand, you know, the next generation that's coming forward in terms of how far advanced they've advanced with some of the newer technologies. And that's where I think it's going to be important for us to move in that direction so we can continually engage them on a platform and on a level that they would feel most comfortable with. Um, and it's going to be important for them to help guide us in that fashion because we don't always know the best methods to do these things. Um, so I would ask that, you know, if, if somebody's interested in being a part of the process, we're always open uh, to new ideas and moving forward. We continue to engage the, the young people as much as possible. And with the TMA, we continue to also employ that movement as well. Um, if you're listening to this and you're not a member and want to become a member, you can always go to, to mdmemphis.org and get in touch with us or sign up. If you have any further questions about any of this, I'm sure the office staff and or any of us would be willing to talk with any new potential new member at any point in time. That's well said. And, you know, your last comment there is the reason that, you know, 1100 dues paying members is at the top of the list. It's not about achieving a number or generating revenue uh, off that membership. It's about assembling that number of physicians uh, together in a way that achieves those other two parts of the strategic plan um, and allows us to mobilize at the state level with PMA, the, the more the louder instead of the more the merrier um, in that situation. So uh, thanks for those words um, on that. Look, we like to keep things short and sweet around here, but um, I wanna give uh, some opportunity after the good insights y'all have given so far. Is there any parting words from either one of you before we wrap the interview up? What I like to say um, again, congratulations to, to Andrew as he starts out his presidency. Uh, I'm very honored to have uh, served doing, during a, the challenging year of 2020, uh, but the organization I know will continue to evolve, continue to modernize. And um, I can't say how much uh, I, I'm pleased with uh, the direction that the organization is heading. And I um, just wish the best for, uh, for Andrew and the, uh, the new board. And um, I look forward to continuing to be um, part of, of the organization as well. 
and um, you know, let's just stay positive for 2021. I would echo a similar thought from Danielle that uh, she really was a uh, stalwart in the immensely changing times for the past year. I hope we can continue that good work that she started. Uh, I hope that the uh, organization in general continues to grow and we'd like to continue uh, representing, you know, the uh, the physicians through the community and, and hopefully uh, we'll achieve some good things for the coming year. Well, thanks for that great insight and comments from each of y'all. Um, as part of the rest of this digital package, you all are going to hear from uh, various partners um, and uh, hear us recognize some physician groups throughout um, 2021. Uh, we'll have various uh, files and presentations to share with you. Again, not in the uh, same spirit as we normally do at our live event, but um, hopefully uh, we can share some valuable information with you. And uh, if you're a planner, like I try to be, Saturday, January 22nd, 2022, you better get ready um, because I don't think you'll ever see a group of doctors party like they're going to at the 2022 gala. So um, we uh, uh, better put our bootstraps on, as they say. Um, last thing I just want to close out with is if you're watching this video, if you're watching this interview, if you took the time to listen to the three of us talk to each other a little bit, you're invested in our mission in some sort of way. And I really appreciate that. I know Dr. Watson, Dr. Hassel, and our entire board of directors really appreciate you. So uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for being invested in our mission and stay tuned for the more things that we can bring to you this year. Thanks. You've been listening to the Memphis MedCast, a podcast series from Memphis Medical Society. Subscribe to our podcast anywhere you enjoy listening to podcasts or mdmemphis.org.